0: Hola! I told you I would be back. Welcome. I hope you are having a great, fantastic day, evening. Uh, So we are here today together to get into the second half and hopefully conclusion of the marriage. Part story of my journey through life so hopefully you listened to the first half if you didn't go back and listen to the first part and get your wine get your snacks get whatever you need to get comfortable and let's get to it so i left off with arriving in yuma arizona at my duty station and everything was new i was new to the marine corps new to this unit new to the area to the west coast new at being married so it was it was a challenge Um, i was having difficulty with the unit that i was assigned with i was having difficulty in my marriage I was not only young, I didn't know how to be married. I didn't know how to work through the challenges that we faced. He was still drinking, and when he would drink, it was constant fighting. It was him being emotional and having to deal with that emotional roller coaster. I would put myself on the back burner. I wasn't taking care of myself, my mental health. Um, there was a lot of trials that the Marine Corps was putting me through and certain people in the Marine Corps that were p- putting me through certain things. So it was just a combination of a bunch of things that really put me into a deep depression, a deep, um, I didn't have self-worth. I felt like I was nothing that... Like, my life didn't mean anything. Like, like what the hell is going on? Now, there is always two sides to a story. So, I am telling my side of the story. Now, I am not perfect. I did have a temper. So, I was quick to lash out and yeah you know I just was quick to lash out um I have I have gone through therapy and I and I worked out a lot of things so I'm not the person that I was before and I've learned how to work out my anger issues and everything that I've gone through in life has made me the person that I am today and I'm thankful for it I'm thankful for the experience of getting married at a young age And would I get married again? Yes. Would I take my time in making sure that this person is the right person? Yes. A hundred percent. I would make sure that God is the center person in the relationship. And make sure that we have the same goals and that we're equally yoked. When one person is has goals and aspirations and the other person is just fine being where they're at, you're not going to have a successful relationship. There's always going to be one person dragging the other person, and that's not what you want in a relationship. So anyways, getting back to my story. So there was a lot of fighting I had no family in the area. His family was three hours away in Phoenix. There was a point where we got into an argument and I didn't stop him. He made a comment to me and I stabbed him. I went to go stab him in the stomach and he put his hand up and I like nicked him in the finger so it wasn't that bad. I took him to the urgent care and he got two stitches, so it wasn't that bad, so, okay? That was the only time I ever stabbed someone, so chill out, okay? Just take a sip of wine. It's okay. (laughs) For some reason, I don't know why, I thought a baby would fix a relationship Please say it with me, a baby does not fix a relationship. Children do not fix a relationship, okay? Children put strain on an already strained relationship, okay? It it doesn't fix anything, it makes it worse. I love my son, I'm grateful for him, but it did not bring us closer together. I believe having my son and being pregnant actually tore us apart a bit. He refused to read books about being a dad and what women were going through. The minute I found out that I was pregnant, he would not have sex with me. Like he thought it was weird having sex with a pregnant lady, so I went eight months not having sex and for those of you who have been with a pregnant woman or ladies if you have been pregnant you know how your hormones are you know that you just want sex all the time that you just need it and he just he wouldn't he just thought it was weird it was just gross um he didn't understand the changes that my body was going through that you know i was getting stretch marks that my you know my stomach was growing my hips were expanding and i did have hip problems i actually injured my hip in boot camp so my hips were excruciating i had excruciating pain and um he just didn't understand and going shopping (laughs) He would go to like the, for men it's big and tall, for women it's plus size. For pl- He would go to the plus size section and look for outfits for me. And I would just bawl, like, are you kidding me? So, I just, I, I think it really just separated us. And he wasn't working, he, For I yeah, I think it's like throughout our whole marriage, he did not work. He had odd jobs here and there and he was on unemployment for about a year, but he did not actually wake up and go to a job. The good thing about him not working was that when I did have my son, is he did wake up in the middle of the night and would take care of my son. Like I did not have to wake up. the middle in the middle of the night and that was amazing because i value my sleep even to this day i value my sleep don't wake me up for anything don't wake me up for sex don't wake me up for food just don't wake me up in the middle of the night like just don't i don't care just don't wake me up i hate that so that's one thing that i did appreciate about him but that was oh and he made chocolate covered strawberries those were pretty good those were really good oh and he gave really good foot rubs but he would hot glue everything to the wall anything that i want a calendar he would hot glue to the wall all our christmas decorations he would hot glue to the wall why just why I never understood Oh my gosh. Well anywho Yeah, so the pregnancy it wasn't it wasn't all that I was chalked up to be, you know, I wasn't I didn't feel like that, you know, pregnancy glow. I wasn't having like that magnificent pregnancy that everyone dreamed up. No. No. It was not like how it is on TV shows and movies. No, it wasn't like that. Um, After I had my son, there was an incident where I had to get an MRI for my hips and I'm very claustrophobic, so I was given a sedative and the doctor told me and my then husband that I could not be left alone. Because I had this sedative, and my son was just like maybe a few months old. But of course, you know, my then husband was still in the partying stages, so he wanted to go out. He wanted to go out and party and drink and whatnot. And he told me that he would be home at a certain time. Well, that time came and went, and he didn't come home. So I was up, I was calling the hospitals, I was calling the jail trying to figure out where he was at around like six o'clock in the morning I look out the kitchen window and I see my car pull in to the parking spot and there was a girl driving my car and he's like fumbling out of the passenger side and the girl is helping him up to the door and I'm just like, are you, are you are you shitting me right now? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I don't care that you were out all night with some bitch. Like, I really don't. But she don't got to be driving my car. Uber wasn't around. Lyft wasn't around. But, like, no. That's my car. Like, I pay for that car. No. So he comes inside. And... He's all, you know, stumbling around. He's all drunk. And me and my big mouth, of course, is like, okay, so you said you were going to be home around this time. You know that the doctor said you weren't supposed to leave me home alone. And I just keep going on. And I'm like, who's that heifer driving my car? What not? So i set him off he breaks the bathroom door he go he leaves the house and we live on base housing his knuckles are bloody pmo military police comes to the house and they're like you know what's going on you know we saw this guy walking he said he's just like taking a walk taking a breather so I just saw him I was like we just had a disagreement they are like well we want to come in the house and whatever so they see the bathroom door and they haul his ass off to jail yep to jail so now I got to deal with his ass being in jail my son my hips are still killing me and how the hell am I gonna bail him out of jail he got like a disorderly conduct, some kind of like domestic violence, or I don't I don't I don't freaking know. So I had to figure out how I'm gonna bail him out of jail. I like found a bail bondsman, I had to take out a loan from the bank to bail him out and I bailed him out. He was so unappreciative. It was just, like, I, I, I wish I would have left him in jail. I really wish I would have left him in jail. But I was like, no, I can't do that. That's really mean, you know. Remember, I'm a giver. It's like, no, I can't do that. <sighs> Listen, I took out credit cards. I took out loans. You know when those people come to your house and they try and sell you those vacuums, those Kirby vacuums? I came home from work the one day and they were at my house and he was like all excited because he's like look what these vacuums can do he's like if you get me this vacuum I can clean so much more and the house will be clean when you get home and I was like huh okay alright so I bought the vacuum like $3,000 vacuum do you think the house was clean when I got home No. Do you know what I put in the divorce? You betcha. I got that $3,000 vacuum. Sure did. Morning. You're about to hear some graphic material. If you would like to skip ahead, skip ahead about five minutes and then you can hear the conclusion of this story. All right. So when you're in a relationship, you get married, you're supposed to, you know, take care of your partner mentally, emotionally, physically, blah, 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 whatever. Right. So in my case, I was not being taken care of emotionally. And that is very important to me. I need to be taken care of emotionally first and foremost. And I wasn't. So I lost interest in being intimate with him. So I did not want to have sex. I did not want to have physical touch. I, I just didn't. I would curl my toes. I would like dig my nails into my skin anytime he would touch me or kiss me. Like it, it was just disgusting. I just. I couldn't bear it, I, I just couldn't, and when he would drink, like, he would just get extra touchy-feely with me, and I, I just couldn't take it, I, I couldn't, it was just disgusting, and even in public, like, he knew it would piss me off, but he would do it just to get a rise out of me, and he would, you know, just touch me, and just because he could Hood. And I'm telling you now, ladies, don't let them get away with this. Don't. Just don't. Um, so there was a time, uh, it was Thanksgiving, and my son was already born, and my grandma was down because she was helping my then-husband take care of my son because I was away with my unit, um, doing a workup. And I came home just in time for Thanksgiving. So I made dinner, I was slaving all day in the kitchen, making dinner, and you know, of course, my then husband was drinking wine. And when I'm talking about drinking wine, he was drinking wine out of the bottle wasn't even in a cup it was just out of the bottle just chugging and chugging and chugging and it was just disgusting like the way he was talking and he was acting and my grandma is this old school puerto rican grandma you know doesn't speak english she's older you know she has a mouth on her she's yelling at at my then husband and he just doesn't care, you know. He's just popping off at the mouth and, you know, just annoying me, annoying my grandma. And after dinner, he just keeps drinking. And then he grabs my, grabs my um, wrist and he pulls me into the bedroom. And he throws me onto the bed. And I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm going to get mine. I'm going to get mine. I'm like, no, 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 no. And he's laying on top of me and holding me down. And I'm like, no, get off of me, get off of me, get off of me. And I'm just yelling for him to get off of me. And at this point, I'm just crying, just like tears are running down. And my bedroom door wasn't completely closed. It was like a sliding door. And I could see my grandma's face and she was holding my son and I see her starting to cry and I just shook my head and I, like, you know, signal her to just, like, go into the other room and, I mean, she didn't know what to do and I just didn't want her to, like, see anything or hear anything so I just, you know, tell her to go to the other room. So, like, I get quiet and he just continues to, like... Kiss down my neck. And he just starts taking off my clothes. And I'm just like. You know telling him to get off of me. Get off of me. Get off of me. And he wouldn't. And he wouldn't. And he. Gets his laptop. And I need to confess something. I absolutely hate porn. I do not like porn. I. Don't care for it. I don't watch it. I. I just don't like it. I don't like it. He... got his laptop... put his laptop... right on my stomach... and brought up porn. And he was laying beside me... and he was like... over me. And he was holding my wrist like above my head. And he's like watch it, watch it, isn't it turning you on, isn't it turning you on, yeah, we should try this, yeah, we're gonna try it, isn't it turning you on, oh yeah, oh yeah, so, I mean, y- you know what happens, of course, you know, after about 10 minutes of that, and I'm just, I don't say anything, I just don't say anything, I'm just crying, and just tears are rolling down my face, and I just let him do whatever he wants at this point I'm just like you know what do I do do I fight you and make a big scene and upset my grandma even more or do I just let you do what you want and that's what I did I just lay there and let him do whatever he wanted and the next day I confronted him and I was like, what you did was disgusting and you raped me. And he's like, I didn't rape you, you're my wife. There's no way I can rape you. And I said, yes, you did, you did rape me. To this day, to this day he denies that he raped me. To this day. That that day was the beginning that things started to change, that I knew I had to start creating an exit plan for me and for my son. I knew that I didn't want my son to be raised by someone like that, someone that can do something like that to a woman, someone that bore his child that has done everything, that has been over backwards, that has supported him, that basically has gave him everything that he has ever wanted. I decided what I was gonna do. I figured things out. And I knew that I had to get surgery for my hip. So I needed him around to help me with recovery for my hip. But (laughs) he didn't want to be there. After about a week, he thought it was too hard and said that he couldn't handle the responsibility of taking care of me and my son. So he bailed. He left, and he went to Phoenix with his family. And so I was home with my son, and thank God for my nephew. I believe he was like nine or 10 at the time. And he took care of me. He took care of me at the time. I was in a wheelchair and then I graduated to crutches and then a cane and then I was able to walk on my own. And I, I finally had the courage to file for divorce and tell him I wanted divorce. And he, he came up with all the excuses of, you know, I'm sorry, I'll stop drinking, you know, I'll change, I'll do this, I'll do that. So I told him, I said, you have X amount of days to call a counselor to do this and do that. And he didn't do it. He couldn't call, he couldn't even make his own doctor's appointment. Do you think he was going to call a counselor? No. No so he didn't do it so I went through with a divorce and he never stopped drinking to this day he hasn't stopped drinking to this day he will still call me when he's drunk and he will talk about whatever just random things and I I mean it was hard it was hard because he he, you you would say he's my first love Because I didn't know what love was. And I thought that was it. That is all I had to look forward to. But that's not what love is about. That's not how I want to be treated. That's not how anyone should be treated. Once my divorce was finalized, I was excited. I was happy. I was thrilled. Everything was done. I was free from him. I could go my separate way. You know... I was just excited. It was my my end of my contract with the Marine Corps. I could go back to Pennsylvania. I was taking my son. But I also felt lost. I was with him for 5 years since I was 17 years old. Like he was with me through my entire Marine Corps career. You know, he was with me when I had my son. So, I was kind of lost and I felt like I was damaged goods. Because I was so depressed and angry and I had anxiety. And it wasn't only because of him, it was through other factors as well, things that happened in the Marine Corps. So I was like, Am I ever gonna be with somebody else? You know, I have trust issues with men. You know, then I thought, you know, I failed him. I thought I could change him. I thought I could bring out the best in him. Uh, But I didn't fail him because he didn't want to change. There's people that don't want to change. You cannot make anyone change. In five years, I realized that you cannot make anyone change. They have to be the one who is like, okay, I want to make a change. I want to be better. There are people that are content being a turd. Just let those people be a turd. They are no good to you. They don't want to self-improve. They just want to live the turd life. You go self-improve. Go live your best life. I hope you enjoyed this story and I hope you got something out of it. Whether it's, you know, don't take shit from anybody. Or don't get married young. Don't be stupid. Don't have kids so young. I don't know. Whatever you got from it. I just hope that something stuck out with you. And you learned something. You took something away. But just know I survived. I survived that marriage. There's other marriages that were way worse. I'm not saying my marriage was terrible. I was beaten each and every day. You know, I may have been negative in my account many, many, many times, but the Lord provided. I'm glad you made it to the end. Thank you for sticking with me. I appreciate it. So this is the end of this marriage episode. If you want to know more, if you have questions, let me know. I am an open book. I will answer anything that you have for me. I don't know what's going to come out next. It's just whatever's on my mind. So stay tuned for the next episode. I'll probably come out with it next week. This week has been a little crazy for me. I went back to work. So I'm excited that I'm back at work. I missed all my coworkers. I miss being at work. So it's been fun, but yeah, a little crazy. So again, thank you for listening to the story. And I just want to tell you to inhale the future and Exhale the past. It's a new beginning and we're gonna find our new normal. And it's okay that if we're not gonna do the same thing like we did before, it's totally fine. We're just gonna find something new. We're gonna get into a new rhythm and we're gonna be better than ever. So come back next week. Come chill with me, drink some wine. And yeah, have an awesome week. Adios.